Hi, this is Richard Morgan with episode 114 of our podcast, and we're in the book of Exodus, and carrying on from last week where we're looking at the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. We saw that there's this battle going on between the the severity of the plagues and the hardness of Pharaoh's heart. Who is going to win that battle? Now, one thing to note is that it wasn't as if Pharaoh was normally a mild-mannered, soft-hearted sort of fellow. He already was a very stubborn man. So God didn't change Pharaoh's personality. He might have used Pharaoh's personality against him, but he didn't change the type of person Pharaoh was. When you look at the description of the plagues, we're told that Pharaoh was hard-hearted. He hardened his own heart. In fact, it's interesting to do a chart-up of the first seven plagues and compare them with the last three. In the first seven plagues, it says things like Pharaoh's heart was hardened or Pharaoh hardened his heart. That's true for plagues one through six, with one exception, but we'll look at it in a moment. Sorry, one through seven. Even in the plague of hail, it says that Pharaoh's heart was hardened as if Pharaoh himself was, was stubborn. It's only until we come to the locusts, the darkness, and the firstborn plagues, 8, 9, and 10, that he's finished educating the Egyptians. And he turns his attention now to hardening Pharaoh's heart so that he can uh, finish the uh, education for the Israelites and eventually save them from Egypt. So plagues 1 to 6, the, the plague of blood, frogs, gnats, swarms, pestilence, boils, and hail, Pharaoh hardens his own heart, but then God takes over his heart and hardens it in the last three plagues. However, this is where it becomes interesting. There is one exception to this, and it's in plague number six, the plague immediately before this key seventh plague of hail. There in Exodus chapter nine, it says in uh, verse Right about verse 12, right at the end of the plague of boils, it says, But Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not listen. So God took over Pharaoh's heart there. Now, the question is, why did he do this? And is this fair on Pharaoh? Well, another key to the plagues, or the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. We find that there are different Hebrew words used for Pharaoh's hard heart. Uh, the word that we normally associate with a hard heart, the idea of being stubborn, is the word kabad. It's used, for instance, in Exodus chapter 10, verse 1, where it says, The Lord said to Pharaoh, uh, Moses, go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart. I've made him stubborn. Literally, the word kabad means to be heavy. So God, in the last three plagues, then hardens his heart. He makes him stubborn. But this particular word back in Exodus chapter 9 in the plague of boils, where it says Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, completely different word. It's not even a similar word. It's totally different in the Hebrew. It is the Hebrew word chazak. It doesn't mean to make stubborn or hard or heavy at all. It's a more positive word. It's the idea of strengthening or encouraging. It's a positive word. It, we could translate this, that God encouraged Pharaoh. He strengthened his heart. 
Well, that has a different shade of meaning, doesn't it? Now, the question we've got to ask ourselves is, why is that the case? Why did God encourage Pharaoh at this time? Well, let's look at this plague of boils. There's a little uh, word or idea that comes through here, which shows us a contrast. If you look at um, verse 10, in administering this plague of boils, it says in verse 10, they took soot from the kiln, talking about Moses and Aaron, and they stood before Pharaoh. Now notice that word stood, they stood before Pharaoh. And then the magicians come back on the scene. They have disappeared because they couldn't copy the plague of gnats. That was back in plague number three. And there's no mention of them again until now, verse 11. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. So Moses and Aaron stand defiantly before Pharaoh. The magicians, on the other hand, cannot stand before Moses. They have been affected by the boils. They've been completely defeated. Now, remember who these magicians are. They are the physicians. They are the priests of Egypt. These are the ones who are meant, their, their whole job is to keep pestilence at bay. And the Egyptians are absolutely obsessed with cleanliness and hygiene. And here are Pharaoh's lieutenants whose job it is to stop disease and they are brought completely to their knees by the plague of boils. Now what is Pharaoh going to think at this point? His lieutenants are defeated and it was probably very close to the time where Pharaoh gave in. But God hasn't finished with Pharaoh. God wants to keep Pharaoh going because he needs to finish this education experience with him. So that's why it says that God encouraged Pharaoh. He helped him to keep going. In fact, that's uh, further enhanced that idea over in the seventh plague in the following few verses. It says there in um, verse 15, right at the beginning of the plague of hail, for by now I could have put out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence and you would have been cut off from the earth. So he says, it says to Pharaoh, I didn't have to go through this whole rigmarole of these plagues. I could have just squished you, rescued my people and be done with you. But no, I had a purpose with you. I wanted to educate you and my people through this whole process. So it says in verse 16, but for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. But through this whole thing, people might get to know who this God Yahweh is and to know his name. Now, that little phrase there in verse 16, where it says, for this purpose, I have raised you up. Literally in the, in the Hebrew is, I have kept you standing. So you see the continuation of that little theme of standing. The, the magicians couldn't stand, but Pharaoh was kept standing because God now is going to get through to Pharaoh. And so we come to plague number seven, this key plague of hell, where we're told that uh, God is going to send all these plagues upon the heart of Pharaoh. And what we find out is that God penetrates that heart. And he gets through to Pharaoh and he enlightens Pharaoh. Look what it says in verse 26. Sorry, 27, verse 27. 
So in the middle of this plague of hell, it says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Moses and Aaron and said to them, This time I have sinned. Yahweh is in the right and my, I and my people are in the wrong. And that's significant. Nowhere before this is there any acknowledgement of wrongdoing on the part of Pharaoh. He didn't say he sinned. The record doesn't say he sinned. But this is different. This time, Pharaoh says, I have sinned and Yahweh is in the right. That's almost like a confession of faith and admittance that he is sinful and that God is righteous. And so what we find here, in effect, then, is that God wins this cosmic battle. Pharaoh had a hard heart. He was a very, very stubborn man. God's power ultimately got through to him. And God wins the battle. However, after the hail goes away, look what it says in verse 34. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder had ceased, he sinned yet again and hardened his heart. And Pharaoh shows his true colors. Yes, God has reached him. God has enlightened him. God has made him responsible for a sin. He's admitted his sin. He's admitted the righteousness of God. So he's come to a knowledge of the truth, as it were. But he didn't go the full way to becoming a son of God. And he refused, ultimately, to listen to God despite his heart being penetrated, and he sinned yet again. And that concludes the education of Pharaoh and the Egyptians in general. They hardened their hearts, they showed their true colors, God has finished educating the Egyptians, and now in plagues numbers 8, 9, and 10, God turns his attention to finally saving his people. He purposefully now he makes Pharaoh's heart even harder and all to bring about this purpose, that God's power might be seen, and that Pharaoh might be shown for who he is. The, the reputation Pharaoh has is he is a, a heavy-hearted man. And by the way, a little postscript. Um, in Egyptian folklore, after somebody died, they went to a judgment. And in that judgment, they, their heart was taken out, and it was placed on a scale. And on the other side of the scales was a, was a feather taken from the god Mart. And we talked about this in earlier podcasts, how Mart is this uh, the Egyptian concept of order. And it was Pharaoh's job to keep order in Egypt. But what has happened? Chaos has erupted in Egypt. And what's interesting about that judgment seat is that if the heart was too heavy, and was heavier than the feather of Mart, then that person, that dead person, was thrown to um, a little a beast that was there in the judgment hall who gobbled him up. In fact, he had the nickname the Gobbler, and he was doomed forever, eternally dead. No life after death for that person. So Pharaoh, we're told, had a hard heart. Literally, he had a heavy heart. That is the conclusion of the reputation, the name of Pharaoh, the heavy-hearted man. So, God willing, next week we're going to finish. We finish with the plagues. Now let's turn our attention to God rescuing his people from Egypt.